0: This past week in St. Paul, Minnesota, a stillborn baby was found wrapped in linens after the hospital accidentally sent it out with the laundry. Using whatever hashtag you want, compose a tweet from that stillborn baby and its delivery stork.
1: Okay, I I did the stork, by the way. I didn't do the stillborn baby because they can't tweet. (laughs) (laughs) They're
0: like the opposite
1: of you. Yeah, exactly they young okay. From the stork. <clears throat> I have nothing to do with babies Human babies or stillborns But if you cut one up into little pieces And wriggle it around I might be willing to eat it <clears throat> Hashtag vagina <laughs> <laughs> Alright
0: so Starting off the show Highbrow
2: Alright <clears throat> <clears throat> <throat> Alright so I uh, Okay so first the First the Stork Alright LOL, that was weird, huh? Like unwrapping a burrito, but instead of beans, it's a bite-sized baby. Still delicious, though. Hashtag beats Taco Bell. That was hilarious. And the next one, next one, guys, is from the baby, sort of. Hey, guys, that was no accident. One in every 100 blankets contain a stillborn. Collect all 10 to claim your mystery prize. Hashtag it's a bobblehead. (laughs)
3: It was a short but sweet-lived life, and I'm so fresh and so clean, clean. (laughs) Hashtag, don't you know? It's in Minnesota.
4: I wish I had
0: a question mark button.
4: (laughs) What was that? That was from the baby. Um, You're
0: welcome. Button. Nazi.
5: Okay, that's
4: good.
5: From at mistaken for
4: gas.
5: (laughs) Hey, sweet, a car ride and a bath. Hashtag doing better than I expected. (laughs) And I didn't have one from the store. I just sort of I had a reply from another stillborn. Perfect. From at lump of baby-shaped sadness. <laughs> a long Twitter. Yeah. Mm. Uh, at mistaken for gas, a bath, lucky, hashtag dumpster diaper. <laughs> yeah. wow.
0: have your own Twitter account. Yeah. Should I not reveal this for when you're no, just shitting you yeah, on – when you're on the toilet, you Twitter yes. from I, – I Is there
2: a sound for that? <clears throat> no. <laughs> no. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> if any of you guys care to follow this, I, I probably am embarrassing myself by saying this, but I have a Twitter account. It's at License to will. That's my basic Twitter account. It's in a hilarious pun, and it has my name in it. But I have a second Twitter account, and it's at License to poop because I'm hilarious and I'm a genius and uh, this Twitter account is so. <laughs> this Twitter account is solely uh, the whole purpose of it is to I only tweet when I poop and I only tweet poop puns like the holy poop of Rome. Or uh, my favorite uh, my favorite Clive Owen movie is Pooplicity. Something like that. They get a lot better. There's over 520 of them by now. I started this back in like September. And I come up with one at least two, sometimes three times a day. Oh, wow. Depending on what I've eaten. Yeah, thank <sighs> you. Thank so you're right <laughs>
0: Yeah. No, All right. Uh, this, 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 uh, this next segment called Sell It on Craigslist. Each one of these uh, members have been given the instructions to sell one of your ex-girlfriends on Craigslist.
4: Really cheap.
1: <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, yeah. There's
0: a music bed under this one.
1: Quirky fixer-upper available to the right person, which is anybody that will take her. Her historic structure is rumored to be haunted, as strange, enraged, and whining voices can often be heard emanating from it. Has all the amenities, including a rapidly expanding back porch. And three well-used, accessible inputs. Where serious buyers should leave a deposit.
2: Alright. Ex-Girlfriend for Sale. Heavily used. Must go soon. $1,000 or best offer. Hey, Craigslisters. <laughs> Isn't it great we live in a world where we can sell people? I got this ex I want to get off my hands. She's this hot, tall, blonde supermodel that totally exists. We did it like all the time. So, you know, she's good. She's got other great qualities, like just being real and, you know, hot. She can cook, probably. She doesn't believe in social networking, though, so you can't find her on the internet. Sorry I didn't provide a picture. I'm kind of posting this in a hurry. I got, like, a ton of more hot supermodels than I'm begging, so, you know, time is tight, among other things that are time writing. Ha, that screwed up my joke. What's going on here, Don? Your podcast is getting derailed by your mic. Why are you blaming me? I don't know. I'm sorry. Steve? I don't know. That seemed like the right thing to do. Hey, I'm not done yet. Okay. Okay. All right. LOL, I have a great sense of humor. She tells me that a lot. I'm probably the best she's ever had, so you know you got big shoes to fill. And I wear like a size 20, so... Hey, update! That that kind of happens on these posts, right? They get updated. So, uh, sorry guys, I just sold her for like a trillion dollars. So hey, any ladies out there interested, I'm basically a trillionaire now, and I have plenty of experience with hot supermodels, and I, I own a jet. And best of all... I'm totally honest. Please don't email directly or corroborate anything in this post. (laughs) I
3: don't think Will has ex girlfriends.
4: That was rude. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry.
3: I want you to know that I took this seriously took a romantic approach. Okay. (laughs) Available. One used cunt. It's a squirter. Only spends your money when you have it, then stomps on your heart and tells you she faked orgasms. Despite all the fluid. (laughs) Free if I drop off. I'll pay you five bucks if you pick it up.
0: I feel like this music should have accompanied such a (laughs) romantic...
5: Shit. Uh, Caring, understanding, forgiving question mark. Priceless example of womanhood available for loving home. (laughs) Patient to a fault, this like-new 1979 Caucasian female who can certainly do better, but I hope is in no hurry to do so. Uh, a beautiful, wonderful woman, uh, human being, who uh, absolutely didn't deserve any of my stupidity. You know, it was my fault. <laughs> is that what you want to hear? Uh, I mean, it, it was almost completely my fault, like 60-40. I mean, fine, I'll give you 70-30. <laughs> she is a beacon of light and true goodness. That has guided me through some of the darkest times of my life with unwavering compassion, support, and understanding that I would not sell for all the money in the world and I hope will someday be able to forgive me and find it in her heart to take me back. We'll consider a trade for two to three enthusiastic co-eds. I'm sorry. Happy birthday.
0: That will sell it on Craig's list. This next topic. That was like Thundercats or something. Yes, it was. <laughs> you are correct.
4: That's
0: how I deal with hecklers. You are correct. <laughs> yes. Did you know that? But it was like Thundercats? I don't
2: think that was Thundercats. <laughs> no,
0: it was, it was like it. it was like it, it, it. was like it. Like it was like Alright, let's do a vote.
4: Thundercats. How many birds Okay, I'm getting pissed off. No, I'm not really. I'm not really. This is great. <laughs> yeah, love <loving> it.
0: <laughs> that was honest. I love it. Me and you. Awesome. All right, guys. Usually we do the topical haiku challenge. But tonight we're doing the tropical topical haiku challenge. In this challenge, write a haiku about the recent news story regarding President Obama's attempted poisoning, but include the word, pineapple.
1: Go ahead, Tom. Well, well, before I start, two things. A, I lived in Japan, and B, I've done poetry, quite a lot of it, and I absolutely despise fucking haiku. I don't like them, I don't write them. So, do, you, do a limerick. I'm going to do a limerick. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> More Irish. Put some pipes in it. <laughs> Dear Obama and Senator Wicker, have you noticed this envelope sticker? Oh I'm not going to lie, son. I filled it with ricin. On the front, there's a pineapple sticker. <laughs> <laughs> if you
2: want to. Alright, um, I, uh, I want to preface by saying the guy who tried to poison Obama was an Elvis impersonator. Yes. So, skinny Elvis or fat pineapple shaped Elvis? More like raped <laughs> Elvis. Really? <laughs> that was a great punchline. Now, um, <clears throat> let me try that again. <clears throat> More like raped Elvis. Hashtag, because he's going to go to prison where he'll get raped. Yeah. That's uh, a long hashtag. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I'll give it to him. Circle gets the score.
3: <laughs> I, I... I thought this haiku was, was supposed to
0: be a bomb. Well... Usually we do the, tro- the Topical Haiku Challenge, but tonight we're doing the Tropical Topical Haiku Challenge. In this challenge, write a haiku about the recent news story regarding President Obama's attempted at poisoning, but include the word pineapple somehow. Uh, so, um, Elvis? He was
2: an Elvis
3: impersonator, uh, yeah. Sorry. <coughs> I hate black people. Hashtag SDFU. Okay. I hate black people. This country must be failing. Pineapple surprise. (laughs)
4: Like
3: it's the poison, the pineapple. I love you. (laughs) Pineapple screws the whole
5: thing up. Every time. Hey, John. Thanks for inviting me to Chico. (laughs) 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 (coughs)
4: Uh,
5: This uh, haiku is titled Style Points, or A Douche Too Full. (laughs) Poison inhalant? Not exactly a perfect postal life ender. The first letter in every word spells pineapple. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> <bad? Come on. laughs> segment
4: four. Yeah.
0: This segment's called Letters to Mama. In this segment, you're a young person of note with a great future ahead. I misspelled future I apologize guys. <laughs> 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 no, like, no, I don't know how it No, F-U-T-U, fuck off
4: <laughs> <laughs> You're
0: It was weird, I said fuck off in the middle of it That's fine, it that was wrong <laughs> <laughs> That sounds great to me Go ahead. Oh, I love you <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Everybody leave him alone, it's okay It's fine He's having fun, it's okay We're
5: all having I a was, good time here I was just here. told to shut up You've been told to shut up several times. Don't listen. <laughs> do Don't listen to Daniel. Don't listen to anybody. <laughs> You're your own man. That was legal advice. <laughs> <laughs> See, I love you guys, right?
4: You're cool.
0: Don't worry about it. We this... love you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he is an
4: asshole. It's okay.
0: Him. All right. I hate confrontation. Let's move along. <laughs> I... <laughs> In this segment... <laughs> You're a young person of note with a great future head. As a six-year-old, write a letter to your mama about your future aspirations. Uh, Each of you were given a different thing that you invented, uh, that you're writing to your mother about. (laughs) Kyle Bowen was given, um, right, as the person who invented ChristianMingle.com. Will Craig, you were the the person that invented Jews and red velvet cake. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> swim, swim, you were the person who invented the Taliban. And Jesse Jones, you're the person that invented the pocket pussy.
1: <laughs> we'll
0: start with Kyle Bowen as the person who invented ChristianMingle.com.
1: Okay, uh, also to start off again, I'm a big old guy here, 53, so I was six years old in 1966. So there was no Kobe woman. But
0: anyway, dear mommy. Hey, uh, who put the bomb in the bomb shabop shabop <laughs>
1: Dear Mommy, one day I want to help all of Jesus' followers to meet and make Christian babies. God made a Christian baby. In fact, he made the Christian baby with the Virgin Mary. And she never even got to see his profile. In fact, (laughs) she didn't even know she'd been with him until after she was going to have his kid. I think God slipped the roofie. This seems like a poor way to meet the man of your dreams. So I'm going to find a guy in Tennessee named Al Gore, and together we're going to invent a thing called the Internet, and we'll test it out with some snuff porn and cat videos. And then when we have enough people we will start Christian Mingle. Since we will be targeting people who regularly give money to a non-existent God who is constantly begging for more money, we'll figure we'll make a fortune. So stick with me mommy, and one day you'll be farting through silk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Well Craig, uh, you were the person that invented Jews and red velvet
4: cake.
2: I apologize in advance for the length of this. So <laughs> what about, so well, you didn't apologize See, for the earlier one? <laughs> no, not for that one. Just for this one. <laughs> Much longer. Dear Mom, I haven't seen you in a while. I hope you are well. I don't believe all the stuff Dad says about you, especially when he drinks his happy juice, which is quite often. I know that wherever you are, you're probably wondering what I'm, what I'm up to. I've been inventing things, Mom. For example, I got this new invention that presents the sadness I feel when I realize how little you care about me. It's called denial, and so far it's working great. Without this invention, I wouldn't even be able to type this letter. I tried asking my dad to use this invention, but he says his happy juice works fine. I'm working on some other inventions too, Mom. Pretty soon you're going to be known as the mom of the the brilliant kid who's responsible for inventing such things as red velvet cake and, and Jews. I can't... Nice. nice, subtle. I can't... I can't wait for you to try red velvet cake. I've never worked so hard for anything before, and I have many paths to travel. The world of cakes is vast and mysterious. So many options in front of me. I could have invented angel cake, apple cake, carrot cake, Battenberg cake, black forest cake, Bun cake? Butterfly cake? <laughs> Cheesecake? <laughs> coffee cake? Maybe even cupcakes? But I stuck with red velvet cake, and I think you'll find that my invention stands out above the rest of the cakes, which includes devil's food cake, <laughs> fruit cake, ice cream cake, king cake, lady Baltimore cake, marble cake, Moon cake, pineapple, upside down cake, red bean cake, rum cake, sesame seed cake, really, spice cake, Victoria sponge cake, wine cake, or even a wedding cake. But I stuck with red velvet cake, and I've never been happier. Hey, do you guys, do you, do you guys? Hey, mom. Do you know what kind of cake is favored by captains of naval warships? (laughs) Yellow cake! Ha ha ha! Because yellow cake refers to a kind of uranium concentrate powder that when processed can yield weapons-grade uranium that is generally used in the fueling process of submarines and powerful naval warships. I'm six! (laughs) (laughs) Not done yet. The life of an inventor is full of tough decisions, Mom. What others might perceive as simple or non-consequential may actually turn out to be the life or death of any single invention. For example, I had a horribly tough time deciding if I wanted to go with red velvet cake, especially when I could have gone with blue velvet cake, green velvet cake, brown velvet cake, orange velvet cake, forest green velvet cake, turquoise velvet cake, a reddish green velvet cake? Oh, a purple velvet cake? <laughs> I think you'll find that I chose correctly. Alright, we'll wrap, it up, wrap it up. Up. <laughs> Yes, Mom! This invention will amaze people the world over. I'm going to become rich and live in a mansion. In that mansion, I'm going to fill one room with each and every type of cake so that people can try them and then try my red velvet cake and then tell me how much more awesome my cake is. Then there are other cakes and then just might possibly fill the ever-expanding void in my soul that was left when you went for cigarettes that day and never came back. That deafening void that is only temporarily filled by the partial approval and hefty compliments of others like some sick comedian just pining on stage for laughs and applause like he's fighting for his life. But the only weapons he has at his disposal are dick jokes and stories about smoking weed and his only means of defense is the lame collared shirt he wears to every performance. Every gig every soul sucking attempt to reconnect and impress those that stopped paying attention years ago when the mere thought of carrying the weight and responsibility oh for another life was just too much to bear to even say goodbye. And then and then I'm gonna invent Jews. Love your son William.
4: <laughs> I feel
0: like that last that that last run it seemed like the, the the lost lyrics to like that eight mile song. <laughs> Andy <laughs> Andy <laughs> forgot rice cakes in
4: Europe. Oh, cakes. God. <laughs>
0: Next time. <I'll> <laughs> Do you guys want an intermission or <laughs> someone get me a water please for him? <laughs> no. <clears throat> Alright, no, no, thank you. No. I don't drink after juice. <laughs>
4: Just do it. It's fine. Yes, got it.
0: Well, thank you. <laughs> what, what, I'm sorry, what's my letter about? <laughs> You're the person who invented the Taliban. <laughs> yes, the tel- okay. <clears throat> <Wow.
3: laughs> oh, no. That kind of gives me a semi every time you do that. Dear Mom, due to you telling me that you never smoked cigarettes, drank alcohol, or coffee while you were pregnant, I believed you. Then I find out from your best friend that you drank like a lush and enjoyed a breakfast every morning of Marlboro's and Java. Because of this new information, I have decided to found a new group to make sure lying bitches like you can no longer poison tomorrow's youth. So, this group will demand that you unholy, disgusting women have to cover your twat faces and be subject to getting stoned. Not in the fun way, you fucking hippie. I'll also have an army, all in the name of Allah. Your noble and disappointed seed of your cancerous loins. John Stephen Hobart Swim. P.S. Allah and Jehovah are the same person slash deity. That is all, you Irish Catholic skank.
0: I'm bringing up the home stage. Jesse Jones.
2: You invented
0: the pocket pussy. Yeah. <clears throat> By the way, this is a very sausage heavy night on stage. I apologize. This is. The whole show, the whole comedy show was just men. Step it up, ladies. <laughs>
5: you gotta know where the blame lies. <laughs> yeah. you know? Get funnier. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just That's not funny. From the desk of Principal Alan Marsh, Susan B. Anthony Elementary School. (laughs) Hi, Mommy. Principal Marsh said I should write you a letter about what I did at school today. He said I was good and that he wasn't angry. He said he wasn't angry a bunch of times, so I believe him. And that I should just write everything that happened because of liability. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why, but I like writing, so it's okay. I was going to write about lunch and corn dogs and math, but Mr. Marsh said just talk about recess, so I'll do that. So, right when we were going out to a re- uh, afternoon recess, right after silent, sustained reading, <laughs> <laughs> Ms. Curtis was getting up to get the kickball when her book bag fell off the desk and spilled on the floor. Her stuff went everywhere, and since I'm room monitor, I went over her desk to make sure nobody slipped on her cigarettes or plastic gum wrappers. <laughs> She yelled a lot, and I started picking her things up. She told me not to, that it was okay, but I liked to help. That's how I got the room monitor button, so I did anyway. I heard this plasticky rattle noise rolling away, and I went after it. I had to run under Ashley Foley's desk to catch it. Miss Curtis said it was her shaky mechanical pencil. Miss Curtis was really excited to get her pencil back. I had to race her to get it for her. Me and Ashley both picked it up at the same time. The teacher was so thankful for our help and was telling us really loud to give it back to her quick. It was funny, shaking around in our hands. I don't know how she wrote with it, though. It didn't see, I didn't see any lead, and it would be so hard to make a straight line with it wiggling around like that. I told Ms. Curtis that I wanted a shaky mechanical pencil, too, but she said it was just for girls. Ashley asked if she could have one, but then Ms. Curtis said not until she was older and could do good cursive. <laughs> then she took it away from us. I wonder if there's something like that for boys. Girls shouldn't get all the fun. Then me and Ashley went out to recess. We were going to play cups, but then we noticed something funny. Both of our hands smelled like salad dressing and pennies. <laughs> Mr. Marsh said he was going to have a talk with Ms. Curtis about her pencils and said something about seeing if she might want to try one of Ms. Marsh's, but I think that's a secret. <laughs> you have to sign this letter, and I have to take back to school tomorrow so that Mr. Marsh can say he did something. Can you help me with my cursive? See you at home, Mom. <laughs> nice job.
0: <laughs> All right, guys, this is, this is the last segment of this first half show. Um, and it's not because I got too lazy. Uh, yeah, it
1: is. Yes, it most definitely is. But the
0: name of this segment is Write the Perfect Ending to This Show. <laughs> Do it. When I right. read would you, that, I knew you were lazy. How would you end this show? It's our thing. That's how we end our show. <laughs> All right. Okay, how, yeah. What's the perfect ending to this show for you?
1: Okay, I, I didn't get there because, among other things, I didn't get this until, like, less than 48 hours ago, mm-hmm. like the rest of us, so... What I did is I did something that I never do. Um, (laughs) Is I wrote an evil fucking haiku that encompasses all that happened, and so that's it. That's all we're doing. Stillborn with implants. A Christian mingle startup. Girlfriends sold for cheap.
0: All right, not bad, not bad. I like how you did that, Seinfeld style.
2: Okay. Right, Will. Right. <laughs> Jews, Steve, Swim, Pineapple. Before I end the show, I just want to preface my ending with uh, with a working mic, and I just I just want to say this, okay? Ending a, ending a show. Ending a show is weird. Because you really want the audience to take something home with them, right? But if the ending isn't right, it could be disastrous. A show that's been going great for its entire run can get ruined simply by having a bad ending. It's tricky. Yeah, or a mic. It's tricky, so you got to be careful. Now, could I use that mic really quick? Yes. It's just, I have to stay on to this. So, okay. so um, here is this mic. Do you want to grab it? There you go. So continuing my preface, uh, it's like that movie adaptation, the main character, Charlie Kaufman, who is a real person, but in the movie he's played by Nick Cage, great actor, he is having trouble with the screenplay. But he has a deadline, so against his instincts, he attends one of those three-day intensive seminar things to learn the tricks that high-paid Hollywood writers employ when trying to sell their own screenplay. He has a conversation with the instructor who informs him that it really doesn't matter what happens in the story as long as you wow them in the end. That's a lot of responsibility. That's a lot of responsibility. Sure, you can bullshit an entire story for 120 pages – but getting that amazing ending can sometimes be an incredibly tall order. It's almost, dare I say it, not even worth it. I mean really, how important is an ending? Does life have an amazing ending? No, generally people just die. They drift off and that's it, very anticlimactic. So what are we doing when we have stories that wow them in the end? We're just setting people up for a very unrealistic situation. Sure, movies, comedy shows, novels, they're meant as means of escape, a temporary moment of relaxation, or a quick vacation from the turmoil of everyday life. But see, I'm not so sure the overall weight or effect of that moment needs to rest so heavily on the ending. There is a famous quote from the poem The Hollow Man by T.S. Eliot. His poem ends with, This is the way the world ends. Not with a bang, but with a whimper. We're getting there. Which to me says, life doesn't wow you in the end, it only makes you cry. Even after the show ends, there is still life to be dealt with. So when you're presented with the responsibility of providing a fitting conclusion for what is actually nothing more than just a temporary means of escape for a temporary audience, the best thing you can do is try your hardest to escape that. It's like, it's like, um, uh, Nietzsche once said, he is a brilliant philosopher, and, and one time he was all,
0: <laughs> sure, sure, You guys want to. <laughs> okay. Or the perfect end. Okay, good. to sure. Okay. You got yeah, no, idea? I, I haven't, I have an ending.
3: I just now I want to change it to let's get Will late right? immediately. Please, my God. Does he not talk to anybody during the day? What the fuck? Can I say what the fuck on your podcast? Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. I just I wanted to be real with my ending, and there's a couple of things that. Have come to my attention that need addressing. And one of those is people with embarrassing uh, medical conditions, and the other is uh, the internet. And uh, I'll tell you this I thought for seven months uh, that I had irritable bowel syndrome, but I looked it up on IMDb, and it turns out that my girlfriend just has really large fingers.
0: It did. I'll answer for him. Jesse Jones, bring us home.
5: Thank you again for inviting me to Chico. I I wanted to keep it real, too. So, my perfect ending tonight's show, to tonight's show. Uh, would go a little something like this. Um, just as uh, John was beginning to wrap it up with another cutesy uh, panther growl sound effect, um, suddenly the ladies from Alpha Gamma Labia would burst into the theater, <laughs> shouting and hysterical, informing everyone that the nefarious Trinity of Douche had pulled off a dastardly, brazen, multi-house panty raid. <laughs> Recognizing the dire, nation, or the dire nature of this uh, dastardly, cowardly attack upon the defenseless, silken undergarments of the innocent, supple student body, I would spring into action, quickly spelling out the first three letters of the alphabet with a mighty flick of my tongue, thus calling upon the ancient magical powers granted to me by the wizards of the Hood, and transforming me in a brilliant flash of lightning into Lingus the Coming. <laughs> Employing my supernatural ability to find very small, very sensitive secret areas, I would easily locate and subdue the panty-pilfering punks, effortly laying waste to the douche squad, Broham, Dr. Ironicus, and Captain Whatever, wielder of the hipster power ring that you've probably never heard of. by snatching off their thrift store eyeglasses with the clear, no-prescription lenses, <laughs> combing their hair, and informing them that the first album from that super unknown indie band that they love so much was really painfully amateurish and lacking in the identity that they have since fraudulently attributed to it, which was in actuality cultivated in their subsequent releases, and if they were at all honest with themselves, they'd realize how substandard it was by comparison. <laughs> Afterwards, after flying back to the theater via my custom cape hang glider that I call the Meat Curtains, <laughs> I would be treated to a stirring, heartfelt ceremony where the Chico State Alumni Association would present me with the key to the women's volleyball team locker room, <laughs> which I would humbly accept. Jesse Jones, Steve Swam,
0: Will Craig, in the first episode. Tonight is over. We have one more episode. Stab is over. At least that episode was.